an Englishman in San Diego. At the ICE International Comic Expo 2018. And we are here at the ICE International Comics Expo in Birmingham, 2018. And uh, I'm here with Ian Edgington. How are you doing, sir? I'm very well, thank you. How's it gone? It's been really good. It's been, it's been a very kind of... It's been so positive. It's yeah. been such a friendly con. It's, it's been, you know, there's lots of people come by and chatted and stuff and things, and it's just... Yeah, it's been really engaging, so it's nice. Has it been lots of people that have known your work? Do you think is it uh, is it kind of that kind of event where I mean I can imagine there's a bunch where it's like passing trade and there's you get that at some conventions but this is where they know who you are yeah I mean I've had do. a lot of people come up and just put their board stuff for me to sign and they knew I was going to be here and they actually got talked to me on Facebook beforehand going are you going to be here so it's, it's uh, <laughs> um, and so um, yeah I mean and had really good chats with people so it's does that prove awkward sometimes at conventions like this because at the end of the day they've already got your stuff. Yeah, well, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but things though, I've, I've been paid for it somewhere down the line. Yeah. So there we go. I looked at him, here's a man just about to give me some money. Just oh, because no, I'm. I don't see it. Now, the thing is, he hasn't even walked away with anything. No. He's just walking up and giving you it's money. Just basked in my reflected glory. That's, that's the kind of popularity that you have yeah. in this building. <laughs> cool. Right, so I mean, in that case, those people have come up uh, with the work that you've done. What is usually the um, the one that kind of has people's attention? It's, uh, it's is it the newer stuff or is it? Um, it tends is to, it, it's the Scarlet Tracy stuff, I think. That tends that tend to be their gateway booking to get my stuff, and then they'll kind of pick up Stickleback or something like that now, um, uh, or Brass Sun. Uh, so that, you know, that they tend to be the three um, key books that people have or want to get, and then I'll, you know, they'll look at the other stuff and, and see and uh, I'll pick things up. The Sherlock Holmes adaptations always go well as well, so because yeah. it's something people familiar with um, yeah, so it's finding that gateway isn't it yeah it's, yeah it's yeah, yeah definitely and the Scarlet Tracy's books um, have definitely been a, a, a big uh, help up with that you know it's, it's, it's people know more of the world and they go aha and yeah, we've done a sequel we've done a number of sequels yeah um, and so uh, yeah it's, and people's response has been good so. and uh, 2000 AD fans no doubt out of the woodwork yeah, which is, yeah, which is nice. Because that is definitely um, a consistency. Yeah, it's, here, it's great. So yeah, people bring people bring the actual progs to sign as well, so that's that, that, that's, so that's good. Cool. I'd like to very much talk to you about Brass Sun. Yes. Because uh, I'm a fan of your work, but no, that is for me my favourite book that you've done. Uh, it's it's just uh, a stunning piece of work. Um, as various reviews I've written about it uh, have been uh, effusive um, uh, over the years, but. Um, I, I actually, uh, we were talking about this earlier, about how people and how uh, I myself um, take in Brasson, because I prefer it as the collected volume, because yeah. it works really well as a long read that you can sit down and really find kind of yourself... Uh, it, it, we, we purposefully did it as like a, a piece of long form, because you know, 2008, you know, it's designed to be episodic and things and so on, but Ian and I said, well, we want to do something that is just going to be read as that big thing, and, and some people have not really taken to the, that idea but as you say you know when they've actually read it as the book um, the, the, you know, uh, in total um, they, they really kind of they get more obviously a lot more out of it um, but we were, I went to see your panel today and you, you were talking about how with um, the, the differences between uh, long form and the, the kind of anthology that, that short shot hit 
in that case, when you were putting the book together, were you putting it together? You say you were writing it as a long form, but then you have to kind of work towards that anthology yes. structure. It, it's because it, um, it's going to be broken down into three, no, three hardcovers. Uh, which will follow Ren across her life kind of thing. So each each is kind of like a roughish kind of arc. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I, I know roughly where I'm going to go. I know where it's going to end. So it's just filling in the middle. Okay. And some things do change on en route because you kind of go, oh, it's better if you do it that way or this way. Because um, we in the in the last series, we, we jumped about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so and so that kind of jarred some people a little bit. But I just thought, oh, well, you know, what, why can't you do that? You know, why... Um, and so it, it's it's just one of telling like a bigger story, you know. It, it's uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's an experiment, and I think on the whole, you know, hopefully, you know, it's it's working. People like it. How has been the uh, second volume received so far? Because, like I say, I'm waiting on the collected volume. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I've been a bad fan. Sometimes I'll just stack up my prods and read them all in a big you know, twenty issue yeah. chunk or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, some people have been a bit thrown by the fact that we did a big time jump, but it's just, I think, when they actually see it in context in the second book, and then see it in context of the second and first book, and then it'll be in context of the first, second, and third book, you know, it'll all kind of, they'll, they'll, they'll get more, still get more out of the first book when the third book comes out okay. as well, because there'll be, like, things uh, referenced in the third book that walk back to the first book. So it's, uh, it's, it's been kind of like an, uh, you know, um, an experiment. So, I mean, for people who are listening to this who aren't aware of what uh, Brass Sun is all about, I mean, the first hard volume is The Wheel of Worlds, and it tells the story of a, a very stylized um, universe, um, which is based around this universe that um, is on a clockwork yeah. um, construction. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an orrery. It's, it's a, like a clockwork model of the solar system, except sure. it's full size. Yeah. Because um, I was doing some reference research for another story, and I wanted to find some pictures, and I saw, saw some, and I thought, you know, there's a story in this in itself. And the, the, idea, the idea was it's a, a full-size clockwork solar system. It's winding down. The outer, sun, the outer worlds are starting twice over. Uh, and this girl um, is being given some clues as to where to find the key to restart the sun. Uh, and so that's, that's kind of the, the, the basic of her adventure. Uh, but we, we get some more evolved, evolved, involved as time goes on. Uh, there's more stuff behind the scenes. And there's the, the character who built the, the orrery, the blind watchmaker kind of yeah. thing, this kind of semi-alien godlike deity kind of thing who manifests as Kurt Vonnegut. Um, <laughs> so we, we, we have all like little uh, interesting asides and things in there. So it's and also it's like a coming of age thing. Ren, the, the, the protagonist, she's early teens, if you know, if, if that. Um, and we follow her through as she matures, and you know, is up against insurmountable odds, and often you know doesn't triumph, but then still bounces back. And I think that's for me the great charm of the book that she's. She isn't your. I mean, what's the term? Is it Mary Sue, the yeah. one that kind of like knows everything and kind of will just how she will have the right answer. She has that to hand. She does stumble and fall, and she also, when she does stumble and fall, she does it with people who are either there to pick her up or to make sure that she continues to stumble and fall. But there's this constant momentum. Yeah. At which point then you have the, the the time jump then. So how does that fit in? Where do we pick up the story with volume two? Uh, Without giving away too much, well, obviously, because yeah, we are yeah. in the middle of for that run. Um, she's, she's basically living on a 
almost like on a desert pl- planet, on a desert island, on a small planet, and she's she shut herself off. Some, something traumatic has happened in her life, um, it, you know, in those intervening years. I mean, we piece it together, um, and she doesn't want to be involved. She's uh, she's decided, you know, screw it, let everything die. You know, life has not 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 that life has no value anymore, but she's just kind of she's hollowed out. You know, she's 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 done. She's been doing this thing since she was a kid, and and she just can't do it anymore. And then she gets pulled back in and something happens and she kind of has no choice but to um, you know grasp the reins again and, and get pulled along by the, the adventure and I think it's something you know heroic people aren't by nature you know heroic it's the the circumstances thrust upon you um, and it's how I like, I like to see how people react in extraordinary circumstances so um, that, that's part of the thing as well it's kind of it's kind of testing her metal kind of thing mm-hmm. so yeah are we talking a very similar um, cast list to what we've had before but are we looking at um, yeah but they, they won't but there'll, be, there'll be new characters and there'll be places we've seen before but they won't be necessarily doing the same thing fair enough because <laughs> I can imagine for as a writer that is part of the challenge it's almost a writing exercise to extrapolate between the uh, the, the two uh, to the two bookends of it yeah yeah, it's it's just seeing how people adapt and like how good people react to circumstances as well as all you know. It's how how you, events change you for, for better or worse, really. And you know, and so it's, uh, I'm, I'm I'm trying to be cryptic now because <laughs> you don't want to give it to no, no, no. But um, you, I mean, you were explaining then. So you've got the, uh, the third volume. Do you know how the the story's going to the arc is actually is, is the arc complete for you? Because yeah. you were talking downstairs about how you. Um, do sometimes look at scripts and do look at um, the way that you craft story. Sometimes a little, not necessarily on the fly, but you are willing to kind of take away and start from scratch. Yes, yeah, I, I like. How nailed down is this? Uh, I know, I know where it's going to go, and I know how I want it to end. Getting there, you know, the route's roughly defined, kind of thing, but things may waver along the way. Okay. I, I know, I know the, I know the end point. So I know what's going to... And how far into, so like, production, as it were, of Volume we're, 2? We're about two-thirds of the way through what will be Volume... We've got another series to do, and that can come out. We'll make the second book then. Um, and then we've just got the third. So it'll be another two or three series that'll make up the third volume. Uh, and so... I mean, is the, how, is the, is the work uh, done for the f- second volume? Have you seen... Not in, not in his we've, we've, no? we've still got another, because Ian's working on bringing... He's still he's, he is, actually. So, um, so we're... I'm, I'm light laying it, because at the minute I'm doing the next series of Scarlet Traces. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, so, that was the going my next question, because obviously with that in production, then, what have you got else on, on your plate? There's uh, another series of Scarlet Traces where we pick up with a big Martian invasion of the Earth this time, not just the UK kind sure. of thing. Um, and that's called Homefront, and that's going to be... Uh, I want to tell something on like a personal level, like so people on the streets, and it's some characters we've seen before. Cause that's very similar to the, the HG Wells uh, approach to the original yeah. book, then. taking those kind of on the ground, uh, yeah, boots on the ground kind of yeah. stories. Well, we'll we'll see like Aaron's family, the, the Venusian, you know, uh, we'll see them, uh, and then we'll, have, we'll we'll meet Charlotte Hemming again, who's the the, the heroine from Great yeah. Game, you know, and she's like you know, in her sixties now, I think. So it's, we, we pick up various characters that we've seen before and, and how they survive or what happens so, um, so I'm doing that and there's more Kingmaker with uh, Mr Gallagher wow which is good um, and uh, after we've done Scarlet Traces 
uh, Disraeli, Matt Brooker and I, we're going to get back to Stickleback because we've we've left it fallow for quite a long time and we've kind of got kind of time to revive. Yeah, itching to, itching to get back to because we, we need to do one more story and then that's another trade's worth. So we want to kind of get that get that moving as well. Sounds like you got yourself a nice little lump on your plate. It sounds good. It sounds like you're busy. This, uh, and we're doing Fiends of the Eastern Front. Uh, with 1812 with Dave Taylor and Fiends of the Western Front with Tina Trevelyan and, outside and your big finished stuff uh, and um, uh, doing another series with Iron Maiden wow so keeping busy and in the meantime I will try to eat and sleep and, and desperately try and keep everything yeah. in your head and put it together so that's what we like to hear no worries thank you very much indeed for your thank time you. Cheers, thank you cheers matey thank you Let's go. Seth stop being a pain <laughs>